comes the bride, all dressed in Why do we do half the things we still do at weddings? And who's gonna write all those checks? It's my wedding industrial complex. might be a good enough level but i'm gonna bump it just a teensy bit more bump it just in case especially because we're just by ourselves skip it skip twist it, it. bop it, it. <laughs> twist it. it twist well twist it bop twist it. it bop it flick it flick it flick it happened later with that one that looked like a steering wheel you oh, i don't that remember one? that one at it all it had like a weird little blue booger thing on the end and then you did had to flick it I don't like that one bit. Everything about Bop It is a little bit uncomfortable. Flick it. No. Well, it didn't say it that way. Could you imagine? It's like, Bop It. Twist it. Flick it. <laughs> Flick it. Pass it. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to My Wedding Industrial Complex, which is now a Bop It fan cast. <laughs> Um, After the wedding, we've got a list of things that this podcast could become. Right, we we got a we got a deep a deep bench of, <laughs> of future things that this podcast is going to turn into. Um, but hello, this this is what it is right now. This so is what this is. Suck it up until we turn into a bop it show. And what it is is it, what a it, podcast for a wedding podcast for people who are afraid of weddings. We got a cat incoming. Whoa, there he is. Hello. <laughs> we're at a different, we're at my house today. And so our podcast of choice. Our podcast of choice is a is a similarly sized, similarly uh, coated cat who just happens to be more interested in our soundboard than, than Liz's cat is. He's a fresh cat. He's uh, a very fresh cat. He's a fresh little long boy. Tegan's fresh long boy. My fresh, my fresh little cat. Named HW. Yeah. He is my son and partner, HW Plainview. <laughs> Uh, he's the best, but he might be trying to eat pretty much everything. You can't here. drink my water. That's for me. Young sir, come here. I'm real glad that we have podcat number two. Podcat the second. Uh, the repodcatting. I'll gladly welcome him as my son and nephew. Okay, good. Wait, nephew and no, partner. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> my son and nephew. So, ew. <laughs> so you're Liz. Wait, have you ever watched, um, real side note, uh, have you ever watched... Uh, Life in Pieces. No. There's this, it's fine. I like the show pretty good and Damon really loves the show, but there's this like teen boy and his wife and his, yes, they're like both teens and they got married and they live in a tiny house and they think that they're very smart, but they're both very dumb. Gross. Love it. His teen wife, uh, she comes from a house where, I hope uh, teen wife is the sequel to teen teen wife. (laughs) Teen wolf, teen wife. Teen Wharf. It's just about a young boat dock. <laughs> it's just like we go on like that forever. Just like see, WF just, sounds. See, I, I instead. Teen Wolf. I pictured, I pictured Wharf from Star Trek. Yes, also that. He's sitting on the dock different, of the bay. Different Wharf. Different what if it was Wharf on a Wharf? Wharf on a Wharf. <laughs> sounds like a thing you would order at a weird diner. Of the wharf on a wharf. Can I get the wharf on a wharf? With uh, wharfs on the side? With wharfs to share for the table. Um, 
what is this that oh, we're anyway, doing? Oh, anyway, so she's got an uncle dad is his name. Yeah, it's gross. But the, her, like, dad, uncle dad and mom are played by Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman. Oh, of course. Not respectively. So they're, like, gross with each other. Of course. And the implication is super gross in the show. But, like, you're like, oh, they're just regular married and not related in real life. So it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. But that show's weird. Um, Never watched it. It's good. Start with the Thanksgiving episode. Okay. It's great. Anyway, uh, this so is what a show is this? <laughs> this is my wedding industrial complex, a wedding podcast for people who are afraid of weddings. You're Tegan. And you're Liz. And today, I thought we would talk about life in pieces, I guess. Sure. Uh, but that's actually, another that's another postcast. <laughs> a postcast, uh, the Life in Pieces fan cast, where like you don't watch the show ever, and right. I watch the show in passing. Exactly. <laughs> I once I once talked with a friend. This was like in the earlier seasons of Game of Thrones. We had a, my friend Drew and I, we had a friend who had never seen or known anything about Game of Thrones ever. And he and I were both very into Game of Thrones. (laughs) And we proposed an idea for a podcast where he and I got super drunk and tried to explain the plot of Game of Thrones (laughs) to someone who had never seen it. And we never, especially the books, right? Especially the books. (laughs) Because we had both read the books, and we were like, no, we're going to get into the books. Gary. We're going to get into Deep all this. diving. We're going to fucking talk about all this all this mystery. We're mm. going to be talking about Brandon the Builder for 45 oh, minutes. no. I'm pretty sure that the only reason I know any of the characters' names is because I watch it with Damon, and he remembers everything. Sure. Yeah, I don't need to have the memory when he does. It's like putting numbers in your phone. You're like, you don't have to yeah. remember them anymore. Or it's like having an external hard drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aw, Damon's my external hard drive. We can oh, get that's t-shirts cute. made. See, that's how we bring it back around to what the show actually so is about, which is about weddings. Weddings. You're getting married. I'm getting married. And actually, the countdown is like, I think today is 20... Today's Thursday? Yeah. 23 days. We're recording this on a Thursday. 23 days Surprise. away from my wedding. <laughs> breeze. We do not do this live. <laughs> um, J'accuse. J'accuse. Uh, yeah, 23 days away. Uh, we're working on our seating plan right now and still waiting on some RSVPs. I got to tell you, my number one piece of advice would be put an RSVP by date on your invitations. Yeah. I, it's a good, it's good to do that. I knew that going in, but then also, whoops, <laughs> you know, shit happens. And also if you're a wedding guest, even if they don't put an RSVP by date on the thing, just like do it promptly. Yeah. I don't know. It's like an email. Just respond to it when you have a second. Yeah. And I mean... I feel like ours was relatively easy because it was just click on a link and then say if you're coming. Right. But like, you, you know, have the internet, my dude. Yeah. Sometimes people do the reply cards and those take a couple of days to get to them. So you might want to be a little speedier about that. Right. Just to like give them the time. But anyway, we're down. Oh man. The other day, uh, I was like, man, the max amount of guests that could wind up at this wedding is 69. And Damon and I both went nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're destined for each other. You're meant to be. Uh, um, also, the I've been putting together... This is like wedding update by way of saying jokes about 69. Great. This is the perfect <laughs> type of wedding update. I put together our like dancing playlist and the amount of songs oh, yeah. that perfectly fit in four hours, which is one hour more than the dancing will probably actually have 69 songs. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so I'm a gross child. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but I actually would have wanted to talk about this episode... Uh, was uh, the B word. Butthole. <laughs> we wanted to talk about our buttholes. 
Look, an important part of wedding preparedness is getting your anus bleached <laughs> like a Kardashian. Right? They do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I That was just the first B word that came to my mind. I did not mean for us to go down this road. I'm ready with whatever you give me. I know you are. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about Bridezilla's. Yeah. Bridezilla's. I think we've maybe mentioned it before on this show, but we've never like dedicated time to talking about it. Sure. Um, I think personally that that's, it's like a trap. It's a woman trap is what it is. Isn't everything. Everything is a woman trap, but especially Bridezilla. Yeah. Uh, my family has luckily been like very kind about everything and no one has mentioned the word Bridezilla except in like a, a joke when I said I wanted something and my mom would be like, you bridezilla. Like, haha, what a funny thing. Like it's because I asked for something very small and she was right. like, you're being a bridezilla. It was funny. Sure. Um, you had to be there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I think about that a lot. Um, especially when I read like advice columns where people are like, uh, losing their minds over the ridiculous things that some like getting married couple has asked them to do. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not even the couple that they're mad at. It's like they're like maid of honor or whatever, who's planned right. some ridiculous bachelorette party across the country. And uh, everyone has to buy 12 shirts and also a hat that says the word tribe on it in Ooh. a wrong, in an inappropriate, inappropriate way. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I knew, I know a girl who had to go to a bachelorette party where they, there were like 12 or 13 of them and they all had to get matching swimsuits that they then had to get text printed on. Like they had to buy this like blank swimsuit. Wait, wait, wait. They had to like send off a swimsuit? They had to send off, they had to buy this one swimsuit from China or wherever and they all had to buy the same one and then they had to like send it off to get it printed and then they had to like wear it for three hours or whatever at this bachelorette party. No. Mm-hmm. No. Bachelorette party. We already talked about bachelorette parties. I hate them. They're bad. Don't They're do it. They're super extra. Cut it out. Yeah. Uh, go have That's a nice time with your story. friends. Um, but no, I was thinking more about like, uh, the kind of ridiculous demands that people expect brides to have about things. Oh yeah. And the like, I mean, there was a whole TV show dedicated to the bridezilla, which I think is pretty telling. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a bad thing. This is my hot take. (laughs) Hot take. Bridezilla. I think it's a, I think it's a sexist sexist term yeah i mean it's a trap like calling i mean here's i don't know where this originated clearly post godzilla but uh you know it's the idea that a bride is asking for too much or treating everybody inconsiderately and pretending that she is queen of the world and uh freaking out or getting really upset about her wedding day but also, so like that's a thing that we're trying to be mad about. But also, we are uh, telling women that this is something that they need. This is going to be the most perfect day of their lives, and that they need every detail to be exactly correct. Yeah, like yeah. that's a thing we're also trying to tell them. Right. So, so we, you wind up you, stuck in that rock and a hard place. You can't have it both ways. No. Yeah. You can either have this like 
of course it's going to feel like a giant pressure of a day and like you're going to uh need everyone to do exactly what you ask them to do and you might yell and be angry about it i mean it's a whole other topic in general to talk about like right. how women can express anger yeah uh, that's a whole separate that's that's on our side cast patriarchal yelling with David and Liz. <laughs> absolutely because it's like uh i am thankful that i have not felt like i needed to yell at anyone right which Ooh, is good. Cat. Um, but if I did, then like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, hopefully everyone can behave themselves in a sure. wedding situation. Uh, but occasionally tempers flare. And I don't think that that makes a person a bad person. Right. I don't know. I mean, also, there are times where people expect too much of other people and like put too much importance on a thing. But I can't blame the bride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've been conditioned your entire life, especially if you are a cisgendered, hetero woman, to, like, expect that one day you will be showered with attention at your wedding. Right. And that you are also in charge of the whole thing. Exactly. And that if it is not perfect, then you have failed as a woman. Yeah. And so, like, but also you're supposed to not care about it that much. Right. And you'll be lucky if you get help from your partner. Yeah. You are on your own. So the whole wedding is about you and it rests on your shoulders and uh, you will be having no help from anyone else, but everyone will criticize you if it goes poorly. <laughs> what a wonderful what a, position what a, to what be What a in. wonderful position. Like I said, I've been really lucky. My family has been pretty great about the whole thing. They've kept their opinions to themselves. <laughs> um, and they're also just like really generally stoked and I think uh, it helps that Damon is like on board and super excited about the idea of a wedding. Sure. Uh, but it can feel like such a trap. I don't know. I don't actually have much to say about like bridezillas, except that I've been thinking a lot about like the kind of temper tantrums that you see get thrown on TV and like where that might come from. And sure. Uh, have you experienced any like bride person who is expecting too much? I mean, no, I don't think so. I mean, certainly not in any wedding that I've ever, like, been in, which granted is not many. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I generally feel like any time there have been a lot of demands on people who are involved in a wedding, it's just because, like, putting together a wedding is fucking bananas. It's and super bananas. really hard yes. and, like, not fun to do. And there's a lot of moving pieces. And so everybody has to kind of be on their A-game all the time. Yes, and I will say, if you get called a bridezilla, it, and, well, if you are actually being a bridezilla, it is probably because you're an asshole the rest of the time. Yeah. And it's not related to you being a bride. Sure. And if someone is calling you a bridezilla because you're asking for stuff that you want. Uh, then that person can go fuck off into a lake. Into a lake. But not a lake that anyone uses for fishing. Right. No, not that kind. <laughs> um, but it, oh, it does make me think of, their, like, my... A friend told a story once about his sister's wedding, uh, and I won't name any names, but she got like, I think that, that maybe a lot of people in his family get angry a lot. And like, she got really angry and he was supposed to drive her to the rehearsal Mm -hmm. at the church the day before. And she was running late and she was sitting in the passenger seat, kind of like side saddle, like scooched at him. Okay. And uh, he was trying to find parking on a very, very busy street. 
and he she was yelling at him about how much of a disappointment he was that they were late and that like he needed to hurry up and find a parking spot or else she was gonna like flip and like the whole wedding would be ruined and like was generally being kind of an asshole to him yeah and he needed to stop short because it was a very busy road with parking on both sides and everyone was looking for a parking spot he stopped short and she flung into the dashboard and like bonked herself real hard Oh my god. Yeah, she was fine, but like in a comedic kind of serves you right kind of way. Oh my you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what a terrible time. Uh it sounded like kind of a nightmare. Right, but also like that's the scene that would happen in the movie when when somebody someone's was, being a butthole. Right, when someone's being a butthole. <laughs> Coming back to our word of the day, butthole. Um Yay! <laughs> butthole But yeah, it's I I don't know. I, I just I agree with you. I feel like it's a it's a trap and also like if you're being an asshole at your wedding, if you're like genuinely being an asshole at your wedding and not just saying, Hey, could like do this? Cause it needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, then probably that means you're just an asshole most of the Generally. time and you should fucking cut it out. Cause yeah. that's not fun. Give for it a rest. But it's like, okay. So I think that I, uh, I can have trouble asking for help when I need it. Sure. And then I get worried that I am uh, imposing too much or asking too much of people. Sure. Uh, and to reassure my mother and sister who are listening, like I'm doing fine and everything's good because they've been asking me if there's stuff that they can do. Right. And like I will tell them, but not right now. Not there's nothing to do right now. I mean, not right. like I'm not gonna tell you right now. Um, but like I, I would like think about asking people for help, and I like put out uh, an email to everybody and I was like, here's a list of stuff that's happening during the day. And there's a column next to it that says like, who could do that thing? Mm -hmm. Filling your name wherever you feel confident. I know I'm going to need some help. So like whatever. And I like felt weird pangs of like, am I asking people to do too much? Like, should they have to do anything? And uh, like, if you were having those feelings, Right. You're okay. You're probably. It's sort of like that thing yeah. of like if you have to ask, oh my god, am I a sociopath? Probably you're not a probably sociopath. Not. Yeah. Like if you're stopping to ask yourself, like, am I being an asshole? Probably you're not. If you have the wherewithal to think that in the first place, you're. I bet you're doing fine. Yeah. And if you like are thinking that, you will probably catch yourself if you are. Right. Because you're trying to be aware of it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like asking for help is not being a bridezilla. Asking for the things that you need or not accepting things that aren't going to work is not being a bridezilla. Right. You don't have to get walked on to like be kind and good, you know? Exactly. And that's a hard line to ride generally oh, totally. in the world. Like, but, like you can have opinions and like need things and even demand things yeah. and not be like a monster. And take up some space and understand that like sometimes uh, people are trying to screw you over and you need to be aware of and stick up for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially with like vendors. I mean, I am anti the whole don't tell them it's for a wedding thing. Yeah, I feel like we've maybe talked about we that We did, briefly. I think. That, like, it feels a little ske- sketchy because they charge sure. the amount of money that they charge for a reason. Right. And if you are working with a vendor you are concerned is going to, like, upcharge you just because you said the word wedding, maybe you should go to a different vendor. Right. Um, unless, like, I mean, they might upcharge you because you said the word wedding because it's infinitely harder to do a wedding than another random party or bar sure. mitzvah. So, like, uh, but... That all to say that, like, 
you gotta be on your game because you're signing a bunch of contracts with a bunch of different vendors. Right. And I am still like I feel good about all of our vendor picks, and I think they're gonna be really great. I'm particularly excited about our photographer, but I'm still like feeling like I didn't read the fine print clearly enough and something will fall through. Sure. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of the thing with any major event or thing that you have planned is thinking like, well, something is going to get ruined somehow because yep. I forgot to do something. Yep. Well, I Just put that. Just what it is. <laughs> we decided not to go with a DJ and I put together like a Spotify playlist of songs that Damon and I had kind of put into a like dump list over mm-hmm. the past year. And I was putting it all together and I realized that it was done like way faster than I thought it would be because we had like some hundred something songs. Right. And f- for a three hour dance time, you can only really fit right. 69 songs. Hey. So uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm done. This is it. I did the whole thing. And I think it's a good list. And Damon, was, I was like, am I, is this okay? And Damon was like, what? Will you feel like it's hard to do that? And I was like, yeah, I thought it would be way harder. I thought it would be way harder. Yeah. Not to say that I don't think DJs do, like, a really good job at keeping a party going. No, but, like, it was the thing that you had been sort of trained to think was going to be really difficult, and then it wasn't that difficult, and then you were like, oh, shit, well, I did something for myself, and yeah. that's good now. Yeah. And, like, something will fall through and not be correct. Sure. And it will break a little bit, and that'll something be fine. Something always goes a little wrong, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think I've been, like sitting with the feeling this is like getting off the topic of bridezillas but that's fine because i didn't really have much to say about that except that it's a negative term that i don't approve of. don't use it say butthole instead <laughs> say butthole you're being a butthole annabeth annabeth that's my and pseudonym annabeth. for when i'm talking about myself but i don't want to like let the audience know i'm talking about oh myself. sure that's you're like asking for a friend yeah it's talking about annabeth, annabeth. Like my friend annabeth i don't trust her <laughs> she kind of a jerk we're butthole lady um, what was I going to say? Something about something. Things are falling apart. Things are falling apart. <laughs> um, I think that I've been worried. I keep worrying that I'm going to do something that's going to break the party and it won't be a fun time. Mm-hmm. And I keep forgetting that like, this isn't like a house party where like people might casually show up and they'll have a good time if the right, like mix of people is here yeah. this is like that thing of when you go into an audition and you feel like the worry of you're going to be judged by the panel really sure. harshly but really the panel is like trying like hoping their hopiest hope that you're going to be the perfect person so that they can like stop looking right like and they're rooting for you but yeah. it doesn't feel like it yeah you're worried that you're going to ruin everything and you've prepared for a very long time but like everybody is on your side right and I think that's the same with like a wedding that like you can worry really hard that the wedding is going to suck but like everybody there is like gunning for you to have a good time exactly like nobody shows up to a wet I mean nobody Some but people. assholes shows up to a wedding and being like <laughs> I hope something goes fucking terrible. <laughs> I will say my only ever hope about like going to weddings and I hope for my own wedding is that something very silly and interesting happens so that we have a story to talk about. Oh, later. sure. Like, did I talk about, I did on this podcast before about the time that I watched a priest eat an entire tortilla sized, uh, Eucharist. You did not. I did not. No. <sighs> This is a wonderful grab bag episode, topic-wise. Well, we're like three weeks out from the wedding, and I'm running low on steam. We're throwing it out. (laughs) And it's late at night. Um, That we're recording this episode. A late night vibes with my wedding industrial complex. Uh, But this priest, so it was at the first Catholic wedding I had ever been to, and I didn't really know what to expect 
except a lot of standing up and sitting down. Right. And then it would take forever. Um, that sounds about right. Beautiful. But the priest was kind of a strange guy. He did the typical, like, the HGTV, where will you put your clothing joke? You know what I mean? Oh, of right. like, when are you guys going to have kids? You've been dating for so long now. They've been dating for five years and got married. And he was like, it's been ages since you were dating. And I was like, you took a vow of celibacy. I don't think you get to say. Right. I, I think that you just got to get over that. Yeah. You got to relax. Um, but he went to do the whole, like, the host passing thing that that you do mm-hmm. and I'm clearly not Catholic. Right. Uh, and he brought out one whole like big host that literally was like taco corn tortilla sized. And generally I think what you expect is that he will break it and share it with the other like people up on the altar with him. He did not. He shoved half the thing into his mouth and then without biting turned it to fit the rest of it in. <laughs> in one, what? in one, unhinged your mouth boa constrictor go (laughs) he ate the whole thing and then chewed for like a good minute that's fucked up it was pretty fucked up and then got back to it and he said some other weird he was like some weird parable jokes that got like the skosh bit racist and a friend of ours behind us went what like very quietly (laughs) that's not this sounds like a not good priest weird oh and this was also like um they had to get married at like 11 a.m on a Saturday because it was like uh, a very busy wedding day, I guess. And on the way out, he was like, don't stop to take pictures or anything. You got to go because we got another wedding coming in. And on the steps of the church, we were like, I'm glad it's your special day, but it's a lot of other people's special days too. So fuck right off. Get get out. (laughs) Get out of here. here. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Get out. Bye bye. Uh, So that was a fun time. That's ridiculous. I don't even know why I brought that up. Why did I bring that up? Absurd thing. Oh, I want oh, an absurd, absurd story. Funny, funny, silly things that happen at weddings. Yeah. Generally, my like funniest stories come from either whatever the officiant did or uh, the best man's speech. Yeah. I have a feeling our best man's speech is going to be kind of sweet, though. Yeah. I anticipate weeping through the entire weekend. Just well, of, like, that's fine. Joy and emotions and being it's a lot, lots of feelings all at the same time. Oh, that's yeah. allowed. I bought, uh, I went on a makeup hunting run with my friend, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, who's amazing at makeup, and she helped me buy a bunch of stuff. And we bought like six or seven different things to keep the makeup on my face. That's an important part. Yeah. There's like primer and setting powder and like setting spray, and also everything is waterproof that can be waterproof. Yep. And like you're protected. I'm just gonna. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna weep, and like a mask will like slough off. You're my just face. gonna have like a tiny scuba suit on your. It's like yeah. a scuba suit for your face, or like one of those peel off masks that like Patrick Bateman does. Oh yeah, Patrick Bateman. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, I was gonna call him Patrick Bates, but now that's I'm nothing. Using Norman Bates and Jason Bateman. <laughs> You got too many, too many <laughs> too fires many, in this. Too many, too many irons in the fire. Too many fires in this iron. Too many fryers. Anyway, that's kind of all I have to say. <laughs> that's, that's more or less all I got to say. I mean, <laughs> let's have something fun and silly happen at your wedding. Yeah, I hope so. Just something silly. I don't think there will be any priests there, but I don't think we've invited any priests. I oh, did I tell you I got ordained? You told me about it in passing. And the internet ordained me. I'm a, a, a pastor. 
I guess, of the universal... I'm at least ordained through the right. Universal Life Church. That's good. Uh, I didn't pay the money to get the official certificate, so, like, it's official, but, like, I don't, I can't prove it yet. Right. Uh, but uh, Johnny, our friend, Damon, and I all got ordained. Well, Damon had already been ordained. I think he's a, a dudist priest. <laughs> I think I recall this. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, but the Johnny and I got ordained in like two minutes. You could totally do it on the internet. I think I'll do that. You should. It's kind of fun. I'd love to marry other people. Yeah, and like you have to pay for the certificate to prove that you're allowed to do it. But sure. I think the certificate's like thirty bucks. That's not bad. Which is like a lovely small wedding gift. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that's all I've got for today. That's all I've got. Cat, is that all you got? Cat. Yeah, he's napping. He's sleeping. He's napping on the a floor. Flat boy. Yeah, he's a flatman. He sleeps like he just had a desperate cry. <laughs> Very true. He he sleeps like he's just flung himself upon a chaise lounge. He's like, Ugh, Humphrey will never call me. I'll be a spinster forever. I wish we could attach a photo of the cat into the show notes. I'm gonna here. Okay, we're gonna attach a photo of the cat in the show notes, and you can all see. What a desperate, desperate state my little long boy is in. Desperate little long boy. Uh, That'll be in the show notes, should I remember. I'll be editing it. That's our other uh, postcast, Desperate Little Long Boy. Desperate Little Long Boy. The travails of of H.W. Plainview. (laughs) It's a Desperate Housewives podcast, but uh, it involves only cats. Actually, H.W. is short for housewives. I knew it. (laughs) You tricked me. I tricked you. You named your cat, but I picked what it really is. Yeah, you knew. Have you given it to the vet yet? I feel like that's given, how you make the name official is like you tell the vet the name of your cat. Oh, yeah. Well, I, well, I. Do you call him baby boy Walsh Davis? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. To the vet, he is Henry. Okay. Which is technically his first name. That's beautiful. He has many names. His, so his He's a na- cat of many His names. name is my son and partner, H.W. Plainview. Is my son and partner an official part of his name? Well, it's an unofficial part. Okay. Uh, but the HW stands for Henry Whiskerton. <laughs> and I call him Prince Hal for short. Prince Hal. Um, or just Hal. Or Small Prince. Small Prince. Um, but yeah, I figured I figured that telling the vet his name was Henry was probably going to be an easier way than explaining a joke about <laughs> the critically lauded Paul Thomas Anderson film There Will Be Blood uh, to my veterinarian. I We have had to think of a reason why we named our cat Doorknob so many times and it's been different every time and the vet keeps asking, the same vet keeps asking us every time we see her and we come up with a different answer every time and she's always like, oh yeah, that's why. And you're like, we tricked you, we Sheila. tricked you. Also, Damon wanted to work an umlaut into Doorknob's name <laughs> and wanted to spell it like Doorknob. Doorknob. <laughs> And we're like, nah, I, f- I just went with whatever normal name was. Because, like, it's hard for them to type an umlaut. Yeah. Because we're not in Germany. Yeah, I, I briefly flirted with the idea before I got this cat. But when I was thinking about getting a cat, I uh, flirted with the idea of naming, if I got a girl cat, of naming her Patashu. Um, shoe for short, or Patty. Shoe. Um, and I, I then I typed it all out for my boyfriend, and he... He was like, how do you think your vet's going to type all those fucking French accents in there? How do you think they're going to do that? And I was like, they can do it without the accents. It's fine. It's fine. It's only going to show up on her butthole medication. I was like, they can can just call her shoe. It'll be fine. It's fine. But spell it like the foot if you want. Shoe. You must. You must. Please. 
So this has been a wedding <laughs> podcast. You might not know that. My wedding industrial cat podcast. Cat cast? Cat cast. Cat cast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast. My wedding industrial podcast. <laughs> um, so this was a show about weddings. Uh, you can email us oh. at mwicpodcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find us on the Instagrams uh-huh. at mwic underscore podcast you, sure can. Uh, you can get us on our website which is myweddingindustrialcomplex.wordpress.com uh-huh. do we have a twitter now no i don't no, like twitter that's fine Twitter's uh, i feel like there's another thing that i'm forgetting yes our nope well, that's it I, probably I don't uh, know find us on iTunes uh, rate oh, us and yeah. review us on that's Apple good. Podcasts uh, there's like a third there's, there's another, another thing. thing but I don't remember what it is Instagram website website email email well if you can't get a hold of us in any of those fucking places then I don't know send a pigeon to my house send figure it pigeon. figure it out figure I don't know out. we've given you enough clues we've Mr. Police <laughs> we give you all the clues <laughs> Um, uh, thank you for listening to our show. Uh, thanks as always to our composer, Charles E. Miller for her music. Find her at charlesemiller.com. She's going to be in town in three weeks and I'm super excited to see her. We're going to go get our nails did. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's everything. It's late and it's three weeks from my wedding. So that's going to have to be it. And you know what? what? To you and to everyone and to my cat, I guess. Yeah. Do what you can afford. Hey, HW. Do what you can afford. You don't have a job. You can't afford much. Oh, where'd he go? He's gone. He ran away because he's ashamed. He doesn't he can't pay, afford he anything. He doesn't pay rent. No. Okay, bye. Bye.